0: Welcome to Small Business, Big Network, the podcast for small business owners who want big results from their networking. I'm Liz Drury, a freelance voiceover artist who knows that if you're not working, then networking could help. Jack Allen is the owner of Innate Creative Productions, an agency that produces radio adverts, video content, graphic design, and so on. He's also one of the presenters of the Loose Dads podcast which came about through networking. Thank you very much for being my podcast guest, Jack.
1: No worries. great to be here, Liz.
0: So Jack, you run um, Innate Creative Productions and you do things like writing radio ads and video content. How did you get into this industry?
1: Um, To be frank, by getting fired. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So I, uh, I came up as a radio producer, Mm-hmm. Uh, working for Heart, I was a station producer, um, but did a lot of work with the breakfast show. Uh, it was down in Kent, so it was uh, James Hemming and Charlie O'Brien were the presenters, and um, I did a lot of the the day production stuff. So you know, maybe writing the funny songs or um, you know do, doing bits of the creative stuff for the show. Um, and I did that for a few years and absolutely loved it. But one of the things I was doing was the video side. Mm. Um, and, and as I sort of was trying to progress within the organization, it became clear that I was going to have to look elsewhere, mm. um, especially if I wanted to follow something video related. Uh, so I went to a, a small agency in Dartford, um, and, and did video for them, uh, ended up, uh, having to leave that, shall we say, um, <laughs> Uh, that organisation getting a job in London for a few years uh, left there and became head of uh, head of production for a small agency in Reading Um, and then and then uh, yes had to leave there as well Um, and ended up being in a position where I had uh, a three month old four month old uh, baby boy Um, and uh, a mortgage and all this sort of stuff and had to um had to do something about it you know so I, I started my own business um pulling together everything i'd i'd done over the years um be that audio production video production animation um copywriting graphic design you know it, it, when you work at small agencies you have to put on lots of different hats mm-hmm. um and and so suddenly i had all these hats and no hat rack, if you like. <laughs> <laughs> so I started my own thing um and, and went from there really and it's just gone from strength to strength.
0: And how long ago was that?
1: That was ooh, four, three, four years ago now, I think.
0: Right. And yeah, having a, a, a baby and a mortgage to pay kind of concentrates the mind a bit, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, doesn't it, just I'd I'd always um I'd always dreamt of of starting my own thing, but Uh, never really thought it would happen you know the time timing was never right Mm. Uh, and luckily I was uh, I was pushed into a position where I I had to make it right yeah I uh, think it's it's
0: it's funny how often that happens that we get pushed into doing something or into growing something so for me a redundancy meant that I had to grow my voiceover business and it's yes. amazing how many other freelance people and small business owners you meet who have been in exactly the same position you mm. know when, when everything's sort of comfy and cozy we don't want to step out of our comfort zone it's when we're forced to do it
1: yes. that we really have yeah. to
0: make that leap
1: yeah definitely definitely
0: and so how have things changed over the last three or so years you've been running your own business how, how has it grown
1: Uh, So I do a lot more, a lot more video and animation now. Um, Mm. I used to, so when I first started, I, a lot of my contacts were in radio. Um, So I was doing, I was writing a lot of radio ads, um, doing a lot of in-store radio. Mm -hmm. Um, And as time's gone on, that, that side of what I do has got smaller and smaller. And I now have more clients and more agencies coming to me direct for the video work because mm. uh, I seem to be, as a small agency myself, uh, I seem to be hitting a price point with animation that isn't isn't you know the the tens of thousands that you'd be expecting from a big London agency, yeah. but it's also not as cheap as you might get if you went to Fiverr.com and got yeah, something yeah. from um, from halfway across the world. So it's it's this nice. Nice balance, I think um, that I strike, and that seems to be where I find my most of my clients is through that niche,
0: yeah. how did you find things last year when the the pandemic hit and the lockdown happened?
1: I was a bit worried I won't lie um, <laughs> i I think when we first when we had the first lockdown my um, you know my inbox went very quiet for mm. about a month um just while just while people tried to figure out what was happening yeah. But after about a month, everyone realised they still had advertising budgets to spend. They still needed to bring money in. Yeah. Um, And they were suddenly looking for different ways to do it. And that's where the animation side really, really picked up. Because um, they, they couldn't get out to film yes. promotional videos. Yeah. Um, So, you know, animation and motion graphics, you can... You can have whatever you want happening on the screen. You want to go to space. You want to, uh, you know, you want a train going through a tunnel. Whatever it is, it can it can happen. You're yeah. not confined by filming, and especially in a pandemic, you're not confined by the filming you can't do. Yes. Uh, so that that picked up quite a lot actually.
0: Yeah, I should think animation was a good thing to be in last year because like you said that there's there's no limits to it. Whereas mm. you know in person filming was definitely very limited for a while. Yeah,
1: yeah. And also more people were doing you know, if it was people hosting events or conferences, they were doing more of it online. Yeah. And therefore needed more video content, more motion graphics content to um to satisfy viewers. You know, you couldn't rely so much on the on the experience of being there. You had to make it an experience yeah. whilst sat at your own computer.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Something I love about your website is that um, you, you say that if we have to endure advertising, then we might as well enjoy it. And you, you like to make sure that your content <laughs> isn't boring at all. How how do you make sure that all your content is really engaging?
1: I I really don't like using cliches where I can avoid it. Um, and you know we've all we've all been there. We've all sat there and listened to an ad or watched an ad and gone, "This is tedious. <laughs> this is boring." So what I try and do when I'm writing, uh, when I'm storyboarding, is I'm I'm trying to think about the things that would make me sit up and take attention. You yeah. Know? Um, there was I, and I can't remember the artist who said it, but there was a, a music artist who said, "We make." we make music that we like. If we like it, there's got to be someone else out there who likes it. Yeah. And I sort of take that approach to um, a lot of what I do. Um, In that, if I find that funny, if I find that script I've written funny, then there's, then there's definitely other people who do. Yeah. There's got to be other people who do. Um, And so I really try when I'm sending initial ideas to a client, I'll try and send through a few different ones so that they have that, you know, that out there idea that uh, we used to use the phrase wacky bonkers. <laughs> at uh, they have that idea there, but then they also have a safe idea. And normally you meet somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Um, and if I can get a few of just a few of those little bits in, it helps to elevate the, the whole piece. Yeah. To to not just be that, uh, that boring. Have you had an accident at work? <laughs>
0: yeah we all hate those don't we (laughs) yes yeah (laughs) (laughs) so what kind of clients do you work for do you find they're from um particular sectors or is it really broad
1: it's really broad because most of what i do is white labeled um so i i have relationships with um other agencies who want to offer animation but don't have the abilities in house so i sort of come in as their animation department yeah uh, and that's I find that relationship works really well actually um you know personally from a business point of view, it means I'm not spending all my time going out and finding new clients yeah um or and having those sales based conversations because that's not my strength um and from their point of view it's it's a quality product, as I say at a price point that works for them and the client yeah uh so so, that tends to be what I do most of my uh, most of my stuff is is that white labeling sort of stuff
0: now as well as 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 this, I know you also um host a podcast so tell me about your podcast and what it 's about and and who
1: it 's for so the podcast is called loose dads um it's four four dads uh sat around a virtual table it's all all through zoom We started during during the lockdowns mm-hmm. so um so we've only actually all met once in person <laughs> <laughs> um but it's four dads just sat around talking about dad stuff really uh things that affect us as parents the news and how that affects you know how our view of the world changes through through those events um and answering questions from dadsnet members so net has got a huge community um, of users on facebook and um it's this really great supportive community where people go and they ask questions it might be what's the best doorbell to get um (laughs) but it might be it might be you know my kid won't won't eat anything i put in front of them how do i how do i help what can i do and so we try and we try and tackle some of those from our point of view you know we're not experts we're just dads Mm -hmm. um and quite often it it goes off the rails and we go off on tangents and um, it becomes more like sitting with your mates down the pub, you know, <laughs> um, but it, how we met, as I say, it was all all organized through lockdown. Um, we all have some sort of connection to to radio in our past. yeah uh, and I think most of us had a connection to uh, one particular presenter who works behind the scenes on this. Um, and so basically it's through networking that we have this one connection that then put us all in touch with each other to form this podcast panel. Um, so I, I know them. He's actually the husband of, um, the breakfast presenter I used to work with, Charlie. Yeah. Um, so I was at their wedding. I know him, no, I know them quite well. Um, but other people on the panel have worked with him previously, or uh, you know may may have just met him through a friend, that sort of stuff. Um And yeah, he put us all in touch with the the uh, founder of Dad's Net, uh, who put together this panel, and it's uh, it's gone from strength to strength.
0: So it's kind of a mixture then of um sort of professional and personal networks that, that have brought yes. this together.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think. But I think that's quite often the way with networks, isn't mm. it? You you start in a professional capacity, and then the longer you work with someone, the longer you you know them. It inevitably inevitably comes a bit personal. Yeah, yeah. So definitely, but it's um it's been really interesting, as I say, for four blokes who'd never met each other before. Um, we met in London a couple of months back now. Um, it was the first time we'd all seen each other face to so, face. So first time we could get a gauge on how tall everyone was. <laughs> <Yes>. and...
0: <laughs> yeah. So what what kind what kind of topics do you discuss? And you mentioned like getting getting your kids to to eat and that 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 kind of thing. Do you get questions coming from your uh, your listenership?
1: Yeah. So we've got a, a Facebook group of our own um, called Loose Dad's Podcast, and and so sometimes we have people ask questions in there. Or quite often they'll be provided by the founder of Dad's Net who says, Oh, I saw this question come in, this would be a really good one to chat about, um, and get everyone's views on. Um so we've we've done we've done stuff from, you know, how to get your kids to sleep in their own bed to fussy eaters to um we did recently what how old how old does your oldest child have to be to look after your youngest child without you there? Mm, <laughs> stuff interesting. like that. And we've yeah. uh, you know our kids are all a range of different ages, so um so you do get some different views on it, which is nice
0: yeah and how how often do you put an episode out
1: it's once a week uh once a week on a Friday um our our episodes go live
0: and and what sort of length are the episodes typically
1: uh we aim for forty minutes um but Sometimes if one of us is waffling on or we get <laughs> <laughs> particularly caught up in a subject, then uh, they can they can go up to, you know, an hour or so. Um, but they're quite nice, uh, commutable sort of listens. Yeah. You know? uh, I like to think they are anyway. Yeah.
0: And so before you started your podcast, did you have a look to see what else was out there in, in terms of something similar?
1: So in my day job, I do... So much of this sort of stuff, you know, production and, um, you know, making sure everything's right, looking at what the competition is doing and this that, and the other. In this instance, I thought I might take a step back here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to let Dad's net do the uh, do the (laughs) legwork on what else is out there and um, and then tell us what they need from us. Uh, You know, it's my first time in front of the mic or behind the mic rather instead of off to the side making gestures and telling people to wrap links up (laughs) so um so it's quite nice to to take that step back and and focus on the presenting side of it focus on what I've got to do you know
0: yeah yeah and and how many people do you get listening do you know
1: um well we've just reached I think a couple of episodes ago we had our 10,000th listen brilliant um and we've got about 40 40 something episodes out now. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's, it's quite good and we've got um quite a loyal loyal listener base as well which is which is really nice you know. You can start to interact with your listeners through the podcast. Yes.
0: Yeah. Which is really lovely. And do do you, do you think that um the guys that are listening to your podcast do you think they're getting um information about about being a dad from anywhere else or do you think this has sort of provided something that's really accessible to them that they, they, they might not have looked for before.
1: I think one of the biggest things it provides is that sense of not being alone. Yeah. Uh, I think being a dad can be quite isolating um, because, you know, in a traditional setup, you're relied on to go to work, bring in the mm-hmm. money, um, come home. Spend what little time you can with your kids before they go to bed uh and then do the jobs in the evening ready to go back out to work the next day and so I think you don't get a lot of time to talk to other dads, yeah so what we're what we're trying to do you know we're very open about mental health mm-hmm. um, and and about our relationships and about just the situations we're in because. Because that's sort of what dad's net's about—is just knowing you're not alone. Yeah. So it might be it might be like divisive views on politics. Um. You know, we've got we've got left wing views, right wing views, all this sort of stuff covered. And if you're a dad, you're listening and going, oh, "I'm not the only one who thinks like that." Yeah. I'm not the only one who thinks. oh, it's difficult being a dad sometimes, um, and I think that that's that can be quite invaluable
0: yeah yeah I mean this is very stereotypical but yeah, you know, when my kids were little and I was going to toddler groups and play groups and the like it was nearly always all women there maybe one or two men very occasionally yeah and so of course the women get that opportunity to discuss what's going on in, in their home life and, and the men really miss out on that
1: yeah yeah definitely um and and I think it it plays a a huge part in men's mental health, yeah um, you know it, that feeling like you're alone, feeling like you're not allowed to think it's difficult, yeah, you know yeah um, it, being a parent is is hard it's yeah. hard work, <laughs> and I've got two toddlers, and the, like, I love them to bits, but they drive me absolutely mad sometimes. <laughs> And and you know this podcast is a place where we can go and hear other other dads say the same thing and go, ah, oh, okay, all right, I'm not <laughs> I'm not a bad dad, I'm just a human.
0: So what what kind of age are the the kids that the other dads have who are on the podcast?
1: Um, so, uh, Sparky his his little boy is eighteen months or so. Uh, Jim's got a four year old and a seven year old, and then Brad's I think are six and nine or seven and ten around those sort of ages
0: yeah and do, do, do you see the podcast continuing as, as your kids grow up and maybe you'll be still doing it when they're teenagers
1: I hope so I hope so yeah uh, as long as people are finding it useful you know um, and as long as dads net are still uh, <laughs> happy to support it then yeah I don't see no I don't see a reason we wouldn't
0: yeah, well, it 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 just does, doesn't get any easier. Let me tell you, <laughs> it just gets different. <laughs>
1: yes, yeah, that's that's what I've heard is that is that the worries just become different.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, they're now taking my car out. <laughs> right, yeah, that's the worry I have these days. <laughs> now that that's, that sounds brilliant. And um, so, what I've, you know, obviously, you're, you're planning to carry on with a podcast. Tell me what plans you've got for your, your business as well.
1: Well, I've just, um, you know, through through networking, I wanted to bring this up a bit, but um, a lot of the clients I have are, I've come by through LinkedIn, mm. strangely enough, um, you know, it, it might be that I have a tenuous connection with this person from years back in radio, um, but a couple of my big clients, I approached that way, um, added them there, started talking and started producing animations for them. Uh and then what I'm seeing is that as people, you know, media is quite a uh, a high turnover industry, staff wise. Mm-hmm. So you're always talking to different marketing people. And I'm finding that as people move from the companies where I've worked with them, they're now going to their new agencies and saying, Oh, I've got this animation guy, let's use let's use an eight. Yeah. Um and and so I've now got a new couple of um agencies that are coming on board uh, and starting to use me so so I'm I'm just sort of growing that way you know um building building the number of clients I've got um and and I'm sort of seeing where it takes me at the moment uh, my kids are two and a half and uh it's three and a half basically <laughs> um and I'm just enjoying being able to work from home and see them and watch them grow up yeah you know that's that's what's that's what's the most important for me at the moment is to have that real work-life balance um when i was working in london and my little boy was you know a newborn i i was seeing him for 20 minutes if i was lucky when i got home or he'd be in bed yeah and as it stands now they'll walk into my study bring me some tractors, you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll take half an hour to just go and play and, you know, satisfy myself and them. And then I can get back to work later on. Um, yes, so, it, it's all about yeah. the
0: tractors at that age, isn't it? <laughs> oh yeah.
1: Oh, they're so into tractors. We live in Norfolk and, and, Constantly at the moment, we're just driving past tractor after tractor after tractor, combine harvester, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, carrot harvester, whatever it is, they absolutely are in their element.
0: Yeah, it's, it's similar here. I'm in North Lincolnshire, which is, is pretty rural. Right. And where, when, when my son was born, um, my older child w- w- was two. And I remember this day, about this time of year, and I was having a really bad day and the kids were screaming. I was like, right, everybody. <laughs> get in the car, we're going to look for tractors. (laughs) (laughs) And I just drove them around the countryside looking for combine harvesters and tractors and they were asleep within about 20
1: minutes. Oh, perfect, yeah.
0: (laughs) So yeah, all about the tractors, I remember those days.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What I do find though is that I'm driving along on my own and I'll go... Oh, I'm dear. Oh, that's a Matty <laughs> <Yeah>. Ferguson. <laughs>
0: yeah, done that.
1: <laughs>
0: then you feel slightly silly. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> so just coming back back to the networking again, I think it's mm. it's so much easier now, isn't it, with all the, the online networks like LinkedIn that oh, you've definitely. that you've mentioned and you know, so many things have been on Zoomed over the lockdown. You know, yeah. have, have you been using those kind of networks too where people have been meeting on Zoom?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. I've I've met I've met you know new clients you know completely fresh business all happened over zoom um and through phone calls and emails you know it's it what a time to be doing this and to be able to work from home it's part of the reason we moved to norfolk you know we were living near reading and it became abundantly clear that i didn't need to be anywhere near london yeah i never i never went into london to to see london clients so it was all done over over the internet so you know why did we need to be paying london prices yeah
0: (laughs) yeah quite
1: so yeah so we moved out here and haven't looked back since
0: brilliant so finally jack if people want to get in touch with you either to find out more about the podcast or to find out about innate creative productions how can they get hold of you
1: uh they can head to InnateProductions.co.uk. so innate is i double n a t e um, you can find me on LinkedIn Jack Allen um, you know LinkedIn's great for networking mm. so <laughs> um, or you can head to uh, the podcast page on Facebook which is Loose Dads Podcast or just type Loose Dads into wherever you get your, your podcast wherever you found this one really <laughs> yes <laughs>
0: yes they're all in all the same places <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> well thank you very much for being my guest and uh, best of luck for the future
1: Thanks so much for having me on, Liz. It's been a pleasure.
0: Thanks for listening to Small Business Big Network. If you found this podcast useful, please do rate, review and subscribe. And don't forget to share it with the rest of your network too.